Hi, how you doing? Ref Fred here. So today I want to talk to you about um, subscription or um, willingness. Now, I would like to specifically speak to uh, young people at this point. If you're you can be an older person and receive this message as well, but I want to just talk to the young people because this world right now has a bunch of young people who are just lost and are feeling depressed and isolated and um, just not knowing what life is really about and what you need to do and what you need to accomplish. And, and I understand that because it's exactly how the enemy has designed our culture these days to be because um, he hates God. He hates you because you are one of the things that God loves most is his creation, his, his chosen people us humans, you know, he loves us so much and he cares for us so dearly. Everything was created for us. But the enemy doesn't want you to believe that. The enemy wants you to believe that uh, everything was a mistake. Everything was just a happenstance. You know, your life is, doesn't have any meaning or purpose. He just happened to be born uh, not for any particular reason, just because you were born. Um, yeah, life's hard and you're never going to be able to get out of it. You know, he, he wants you to believe all these things. He wants you to believe that you can be your own God. You can choose for yourself uh, what gender you're going to be, what uh, whatever you can imagine in your brain can be your reality instead of the truth which is what God says is the way it is. You know, and I understand, like, you, you, it's funny to think, and I'm not laughing, not funny that way. It's just like, but indoctrination is so um, powerful. Like, and educational systems have been blocked under that situation for a long time now, and they're, trying to teach you how they believe you should be. It comes down from the top all the way down. That's why they created atheism. That's why they created uh, that Big Bang. That's why they created all these things, in order to try to get you to the point where uh, there is no God. God is not in the equation. God is not in the situation. God is not part of the, you know, you are your own God. You create your own reality. You create your own thing, you know. It, it, that's just the way it has been. It's doctrination. Even your teachers would be teaching you stuff like that in a small, simple way to gradually get you to the point where now you believe that what you believe is the truth. And it's not the truth. And only the truth will set you free. The Bible says Jesus is the truth, the way, and the life. I am not that different than you. I used to believe the same thing you believe. I used to believe in Big Bang. I used to believe in uh, that things were 
chemically accidentally combined, which created life, which then, uh, you know, walked on land. And then, you know, I used to believe that whole thing, all of it, you know, and so I get it, you know, and it's very, very, very intriguing to think that you're intelligent because you understand um, the way that you've been trained and taught to understand. And it's, uh, you know, gives you a bit of an ego boost to think that you know more than somebody else. And then you're smarter than this other person. And you're smarter than this other person. And you understand things more. You know, and we're a lot of people are like that. And we're all like that, in fact, you know. And the reality is that's not the reality. So what I'm coming to you with is an opportunity. I'm coming to you with an opportunity to be brave. To really, really, truly be brave. Uh, I understand that you, you know, I'm not a... I'm not somebody who's against video games and stuff like that. I've played them my whole life as well. And so, well, not my whole life. They only came in like a little while after I was. Anyways, so, but you think about what a video game is trying to get you to do. It is giving you an adventure. It's giving you a goal. It's getting you to be in a battle. It's getting you to... Uh, solve problems. It's getting you to do uh, all kinds of things in order to keep you actively engaged in a artificial form of life. All those things are actually things that you're supposed to be doing here. You know? Okay. Let's say you like to play, uh, I don't want to say any names because I don't want to get in trouble with the copyright and stuff. So say you play a military-based game. Well, yes, you're supposed to be in battle. Yeah, 100%. We have to be ready to be in battle all the time. But the battle doesn't take place on a artificial... Um, my TV's right there. <laughs> my your artificial um, uh, battlefield. It takes place here in your actual battlefield. The Bible says this is your battlefield. The way you think is your battlefield. You, you think that, you know, even society in a whole determines, okay, we need to be at war with somebody and to take this and take that. And there's people who uh, make money that way. And there's people who do all kinds of things that way. And so, you think, okay, they, yes, you have to be at war. You have to be at you have to be at war in here. You have to be consistent to be at war inside your brain to think. Why do I think the way I think? Why is that making me angry? Why is that making me sad? Why do I want to eat what I shouldn't eat? Why do I not want to eat what I should eat? Why do I not want to work out? Why do I want to dive into the video games and not deal with reality whatsoever? Why do I want to do that? Well, you have to be brave to ask that question. You truly have to be brave. 
a lot of people say, oh yeah, you know, faith is, you know, Christianity, faith is a, is a crutch, it's a, you, you can't make decisions on your own, so you need a God to t make you decisions. Oh my gosh. <laughs> if you want a real adventure, give God a shot. If you want a real adventure, give God a shot. Because you have to lay down your life. You have to lay down your life. The Bible says, he who lays down his life for his brother is a true hero, right? So, but what is laying down your life? You think it's just dying? No, it's dying to your opinions. It's dying to your will. It's dying to all those things. It's saying, okay, I feel this way, but I'm not going to allow this feeling that I'm having to determine my actions that I take. God, what's the right actions? God, what's the right things to do? And why do I feel this way? Why does, when somebody says something like that, it, it bothers me? Is it because I have too much pride? I have too much ego? Is, is it, okay, I shouldn't, if I'm only offended, if I believe that what they're saying is somewhat true, but I don't really think that I believe it's true, but obviously somewhere deep inside, I believe it's true. So let me dig into that. Lord, show me what, what where that is and show me how it, because what happens when you do that? You get to walk in peace. You get to walk in peace. You get to be able to walk through the situation. You can walk through the valley of the shadow of death. And your enemies are all encamped around you and you're at peace. Why? Because you have peace in you. You have God in you. God is peace. God is love. God is joy. God is, God is all those things. Everything else, not God. Not God. Atheism was created by Satan. Because he wants to destroy God's people. He wants to destroy you. He doesn't want you to know the truth. Because the truth will set you free. And he won't be able to control you anymore. He won't be able to tell you that you are worthless. And you should kill yourself. Because you won't want to. You'll know that you're not worthless. You'll know. Wait, 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 wait a second. You say that I am worthless. And I feel it in my heart. My, It sounds like I'm saying it to myself that I'm worthless, that I'm useless. But I know because by, by the Bible says that the enemy looks and acts like this uh, angel of light. And I can have thoughts in my head that are not my own, but sounds like me. And what is it? It's the enemy trying to, the adversary, he's trying to get you to believe that you are worthless. And so you kill yourself. So you spend eternity with him because he doesn't want you to recognize and realize who God is and accept him as your Lord and Savior and start walking free. <laughs> Jesus Christ was Neo. Or Neo was pretending to be somebody like Jesus Christ who was outside of the matrix, who had all the knowledge and understanding about how to get free. It's interesting with the, uh, with you know, people say we need to be more Christ-like. We need to be more Christ-like. We need to be more Christ-like. I hear that all the time. But you know, what is it to be more Christ-like? Because I don't. I never hear anybody saying what is it to be Christ-like. Okay, well, you know, some people might say, well, it's it's you know to be uh, peaceful, to be. Um, uh, you know, free of sin and all that. Well, we can be 
pretty close to being free of sin, but I think being free of sin is next to impossible because that's why we needed a Savior like Christ to come along. Doesn't mean we should sin, but we can't expect ourselves to be free of sin in order. We get justified because of our relationship with Christ, and we are free because of that. So, that's not the case. Let me just cut to the chase and tell you what I believe it is to be like Jesus. So, we have to be Christ-like. What did Jesus do? You know, there's a thing there, what would Jesus do? Well, no, never mind, what would Jesus, what did Jesus do? What did Jesus do? He did nothing except for what the Father said do. He said nothing except for what the Father said say. Okay, so we need to be more Christ-like. What does that mean? That if somebody is going through something or somebody attacks you, you need to know what the nature of God, the Father, is like to be able to speak that instead of your own will. What does that do? That requires you to dig in, to find out what this says, to find out what this is all about, to know the words that comes from the mouth of God. God spoke to the people and they wrote it down. People had an experience with Jesus and they wrote it down. Jesus himself spoke what Father said. They wrote it down. You need to know what it says in order to walk free and know what to say. You get sick. Doctor says you're going to die. That book says all things are possible for those who believe. What are you going to believe? You're going to believe the doctor? Or are you going to believe God? I know that I know right now saying that could get this video banned from most um, social media because they are so worried about you being free. Free to believe. Free to understand. The government is trying to block us from talking about faith, talking about health, talking about knowing who you are in God, knowing that you could be set free from all this depression, all this uh, sadness. Why is this so important? Why is, are they trying to block it? Because maybe they don't believe in God. And so they believe in this other side, which is atheism, which says that there is no God. You're God. They don't want you to be free. They don't want you to be free. You are a puppet. You are a, uh, a product. You're supposed to purchase that video game. You're supposed to purchase that new game system. You're supposed to purchase that junk food. You're supposed to purchase a house. Make sure you pay mortgage every month. You're supposed to purchase that car that you can't afford that you pay for every month. You're supposed to do that. Why? Because it keeps the system together. You're supposed to be 
uh, mindless, not paying attention to what's going on in, polit in politics, so they can send money to all their buddies and friends around the world and get them richer and richer and richer and richer and create more power for themselves while you sit back and go, well, I was, you know, I did really well. I got to level blah, blah, blah. I don't uh, say that you shouldn't play games. In fact, they can be very entertaining, a great way to release yourself from some uh, stress of the day and to get rid of the, the conscience that's focused on doing the right thing all the time. And it's not a bad thing to be able to get maybe some distance from that every once in a while. For me, what I do is that I'll watch shows that are brain-dead shows. Most of the time I'm watching educational things and teachings and stuff like that. But every once in a while I'll watch something that doesn't get me to think. It's just entertainment for no other reason but entertainment. But when I really want to be free like that and not think about anything, I literally sit, be still, and know that he is God. And I close my mind off and I think about nothing. And I get lost in the spirit. And I have these transcendent moments that keep me going. Keep me knowing that God is real. He exists. And if you don't ever have those moments, if you don't ever have those situations, we are not led by our feelings. However, we are convinced by our emotions and our feelings. We are convinced by those things. So you have to let them use, you have to use them to convince you of the things you need to be. The reality is we can convince ourselves of all kinds of other crazy things that are not true, not real. All these things in the world that you want to indulge in, they, they just get you distracted from the realities that are the most important realities that there are. And what's those realities? <laughs> there is a God. He is a righteous God. One day you will stand before him and be judged. If you've never accepted his son, Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior, then you cannot go into eternity with him. And you will go into eternity with hell, in hell, with Satan and all the other angels that fell with him. And there's an, a complete and utter absence of God in hell. Which means the demons can do whatever they want. If they want to tear you apart, they tear you apart. You feel all the pain. You feel all the suffering. If they want to just torture you and torture you. They just do it nonstop. Whatever they feel like doing. Because they are cast down. They're, they are no longer ever going to see heaven again. They are no longer ever going to be in the presence of God again. They are going to be miserable. And they're going to take it out on whoever is there that is the loved ones of God, which is any man or woman in this planet. We are all his children and he loves us. He has a purpose for every single one of us. But sometimes we don't accept that purpose. We don't accept the fact that he is our creator, that he does love us. And you will spend eternity in hell being suffered and tortured. Not because that's God's will. It's not God's will. God's will is for all to be saved. But we have free will. He gave us free will. Why did he give us free will? It doesn't make sense. It's better to control your population than to give them free will. 
yeah, that's the way the world sees it. That's the way the world believes. We need to control the people in order to really have freedom. But that's the exact opposite. Free will gives you the opportunity to make a choice. You could choose to love God. God wants you to choose to love Him. Think about it. If you were in a relationship with somebody and they were only there because they were afraid of you, they didn't really love you. They're just afraid of you. They just harmed it. Is that really love? They really love you? Or they're just afraid of you? You want them to really love you. Because if they really loved you, then you don't have to worry about it. As soon as you walk away, they could run and hide because they're afraid of you. And they'll take off and you'll never see them again. But if they love you, then they'll be there. And they won't want to go anywhere because you are the person they love and they want to be with you. God's the same way. He wants you to love him. He gives you free will to do that. And then you get this blessed opportunity to say, okay, Lord, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. I give you everything in me. He says, okay, what about free will? Will you give me that? Yeah. Jesus gave it. Jesus gave it freely. Lord, take it. My will does not matter. Your will. The biggest battle I think that he had when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane just before he was going to go to the cross. Oh, Lord, take this from me. I don't know if I can handle this, what you were asking me to do. Because he knew what was coming. The most difficult thing that Jesus probably had to go through, and it wasn't the whipping, it wasn't dying on the cross, it was when all of our sins, all of the sins of the world, all the sufferings of the world were all put on him. And because they were, all that was put on him, for the first time in his existence, I mean ever, the foundation of the universe and everything. He was no longer in his father's presence. God had to turn his back on him and walk away. It was so overwhelming to him, even though he knew what to expect. It was so overwhelming that he said, oh, Father, why have you forsaken me? He knew why, but it was so hard. We walk through this world and we think that we are in hell, but we are not. God's presence is everywhere here. Everywhere. It is keeping the majority of the evil at bay. Not all of it, because free will is free will. And for right now, Satan has free reign to run around and do whatever he wants. Why? Why does Satan get allowed to do that? Why can he convince him? Because you have to choose. You have to choose. You have to choose God. Life, <laughs> the Bible says life and death are in your tongue. What does that mean? You can curse God or you can love him. If you love him, your tongue is full of life. 
If you curse him, it's full of death. And that's the place you go. Fully death. Fully outside of the presence of God. You have the presence of God here. If otherwise, I wouldn't be able to sit still and be still and know that he is God and feel his presence. I wouldn't be able to worship and feel his presence. I wouldn't be able to read the word and get revelation. I wouldn't be able to do any of those things if his presence wasn't here. It's here. It's here on this planet. It's in the universe. It's everywhere. God is everywhere at all times, always. But we have an advocate also sitting at the throne in heaven. It's Jesus who intercedes for us. And we also have, when we accept into our heart Lord Jesus Christ and being baptized in the Holy Spirit, we have the Holy Spirit that resides in us. We have God that sits in us and going, We're here, we, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I'm closer than you can imagine. I'm closer than you can imagine. I'm here. Every time you want to pray, I'm here to pray with you. Every time you feel sad, you can reach out to me. I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm everywhere. I'm right here. I'm in heaven. I'm interceding for you. His whole existence is for us. <laughs> he is laid down. He's God. He can do whatever he wants, whenever he wants, wherever he wants, because he wants to. What did he choose to do? Create us. Create this universe for us. Create this planet for us. And then be there for us. And then send his son to die for us. And then send the Holy Spirit to live in us, to commune with us. So we're now connected to the Almighty. We're connected to God. We're connected to everything. It's like he put a junction box in a, into us, the Holy Spirit, that connects us to everything. He did everything for you. <laughs> everything. The enemy doesn't want you to know that. The government doesn't want you to know that. It's supposed to be a Christian government. They do not believe in God. They don't. We have a, I live in Canada. I have a prime minister. I believe that he hates Christians. He says that he is. I don't think he is. Everything that he comes against is exactly what God says not to do. Why is that? He doesn't want you to have freedom. He's taken it away. I can't even speak the truth on social media because he doesn't want me to. So he put in laws to stop me. He doesn't want the truth out there. He wants you to be in control. He wants you to control you. He wants you to not know. You have an adversary. You have an enemy. You need to fight. And how do you fight? Change the way you think and believe. And understand you are truly free when you're in control. Seems contradictory, eh? Now, I'm not going to tell you something that's not true, okay? This is not going to be easy. Walking as a believer is not easy. Finding out the truth 
not easy. One of the reasons why it's not easy, because now all of a sudden, the thing you have avoided for very, very long, which you don't even probably know that you were avoiding it, but you were avoiding it, is now something that's prominent that you now have to take. Responsibility. You are responsible for yourself. You are responsible for your actions. You are responsible. You are. Now, you could uh, say that I'm not responsible. Um, that person said that thing that made me angry. No, no, you're responsible for getting angry. Well, I'm not responsible. Uh, the government says I can't do this thing. Well, that's, uh, again, you're responsible for that action. You're responsible. We are all responsible for electing somebody in who wants to control us and not getting rid of them. We are all responsible. It's all a part of it. So you need to take responsibility for those actions. We, you know, Jordan Peterson said said this one time, and I really, really, uh, I really appreciate it, that responsibility is something that we have to take. If you don't take your responsibility for what you need to do, and you don't say the things that you need to say and act the way you need to act, and set yourself free mentally to be able to be uh, peaceful and calm and be able to understand complex theories and understanding. If you don't allow yourself to do that and you don't take responsibility, somebody else will take responsibility. And that person may not have your best interest at heart. And so what they do is now your responsibility because you did not take your responsibility simplest way to think about that is if you are called to vote the way you believe God would call you to vote. You could figure that out for yourself. But God says, do not kill. Do not steal. There's a bunch of commandments. He says, do not do. And if you vote in a way that people are saying that it's okay to kill, it's okay to steal, Look at the way it is in the U.S. and in California. People are just, they're making laws that make it legal for people to go into a store and kill. Well, not to kill, to steal. And, you know, they are making laws to make it legal for you to kill somebody. Here in Canada, I can kill myself by saying to the doctor, oh, I'm not happy. And, okay, here's an injection. And, you know, you die. You're, you're committing suicide. I don't believe that's God's will. So, but what are you going to do? Like, you know, like, well, it's not my fault. The government says that we can do that. The government is run by the people. You're part of the people. If you're not voting the way your conscience says you should vote, the way you feel that you're supposed to be voting, well, then whatever happens is your fault. You didn't vote. You didn't make that decision. We need to protect those who are weak. That's a job of a soldier. You are a soldier. You know, but the first thing that the soldier needs to do is be trained. Trained how? Trained in your mind and how to think and, and, and how to be tactical and all this kind of stuff. So you need to be trained in that stuff. So go to church. Get trained. 
Read the word. Get trained. Spend time with God. Get trained. Learn how to be at peace even if somebody's attacking you. Learn how to be at peace even if somebody is telling you that you're wrong. Be at peace. I know, I know, I know, I know. It's easier to say, I don't believe in God. It's easier. Less responsibility on your end. But I'm telling you, in the end, you will regret that decision. You will regret it. You will be in a place of pain and suffering, even throughout this life, when you do not have control of your emotions, when you do not have control of your feelings, when you are being led by the nose from people who don't have your best interests. People are telling you to do this and telling you to do that. That is not good for you. And you don't have any understanding or ability or discernment to be able to know what's right and what's wrong. God's one of the, God's biggest gifts that he wants to give us is discernment. What does that mean? To be able to determine when it's in your heart if this is something you should believe or not believe. Without discernment, that's one of the things God wants to teach you how to do, how to be discerning, how to figure out what is God's will, what's not. Because God loves you. God wants to be there for you. God wants to protect you. He, God wants to, he wants to be government for you. He wants to be uh, your faith. He, he wants to tell you, you know, what's best for you. Because he knows you from before the foundation of the earth. He created you. He created you for a purpose and for a reason. You have a mission in life. You really do. Now, you can choose not to take up that mission. That's fine. There are going to be consequences to that. You'll be unfulfilled. <clears throat> Why do people feel suicidal? Why do people feel uh, sad and depressed all the time? They have no mission. They have no calling. They have no purpose. Without purpose, you have no hope. Without a mission, you have no hope. Without achieving something, you have no hope. There's nothing. There's no reason for living. But there is a reason for living because you have all those things. You just have to find it. And I'm telling you where to find it. In the breast of, of God, laying with your head on his chest and saying, Father, I, I don't know what to do. Show me what to do, Father. Show me, Jesus. What do I what do I do? What do I do? Holy Spirit, please reveal to me. Reveal to me the revelation in here that tells me what I need to do in this moment. What do I need to do? In the Bible. You know? I always like to refer to it, and most people have heard this before, but basic instructions before leaving Earth. This is your instruction manual that you need to make sure you read before you leave here or listen to or whatever, as long as you get it into you and sit under people who have teachings and understandings about it and, and figure out what it is it's saying. Because it's complex, it's com it, you know, but it's, it's not that difficult to read 
But sometimes it's difficult to understand. And God made it that way on purpose. Why? Because the Holy Spirit needs to be in you in order, in order to help you get revelation about it. Now, if you're really, really, really intelligent and you have a natural gift in that area, because that's what God's called you to do, maybe you're called to break it down to explain it to people in a way that they can understand it easier. But most of us, you read the Word and you sit under teachings and you listen to people who are, you know, maybe advanced in that area more than you are. And you receive from them. Okay. I love you, Lord. I love you. 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 I wish and I hope and I pray that you will receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Because I'm telling you right now, I close my eyes and I tell God I love him. This feeling of peace, joy, and happiness, and It's so comforting. It's so comforting to know that I have a purpose. I have a mission. Hallelujah. Know that you have a purpose and have a mission. Know it. That you are loved by God. He created you before you were born. He knew who you were. He stitched you together in your mom's a womb. He knows what you are to be. He knows who you are to be. What you're called to do. Who you're called to minister to. Because one of the benefits and the wonderful blessings of getting to know who God is is that you get to know who God is. Which then you get to go to people who don't know who God is. And you get to say, oh my gosh, you need this. I know you're suffering. I know you're in a place of you're, you're feeling like you have no purpose in life. I know I've been there. But I found my purpose. I found my mission. I found my God. His name is Jesus. He wants to set you free. A freedom cost. It's a free gift that costs you everything. But it gives you so much more back in return. The hard part is before you get the chance to receive, you already have to be willing to fight in here against the programming that the matrix has dialed in. The programming that people who were not qualified to program you, programmed you. So then your emotions are not what they're supposed to be. Your thoughts are not what they're supposed to be. Your feelings are not what they're supposed to be. You are literally a slave to what people have programmed you. You are hypnotized to believe there is no God. There is no purpose. There is no. There is. 
So you need to break that hypnotism. You need to break that. You need to first start going, why do I think like that? Why do I act like that? Why do I believe that? Why? And once you start asking those questions and you start seeing the answers, then you'll start seeing the pattern. When you start seeing the pattern, you go, I'm being controlled from the inside. That's not right. I don't want to be controlled from the inside. I want to be free. And then when you truly get to the point where you're truly free and you have free will and you can make decisions and then you get to the point where you're like, oh my gosh, I know that my free will is for a purpose. My free will is in order to give it to God. A free will offering. I give my will as an offering unto God. Anyways, I love you. I really, 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 really hope that you receive this message. And you understand who and what you are. Get angry enough at the things around you that are trying to control you and change it. You know, you could be angry and it's righteous anger. Jesus himself knocked over the uh, table at the money changers. Why? Because they were making a business out of the house of God. How many people who are in the church and the church actually makes a business out of the house of God? What would Jesus do? I love you. I hope this reveals to you enough truth that you're willing to take the step and to get true freedom. Bye-bye.